With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dream Take 2, considering we went live and, uh, you know, live TV or live streaming, live podcasting, it's the world and amazing. And, you know, the Rockets took take two tonight. I feel like last night they messed up, but tonight they get the job done, 115-103, the final score. Michael Brown, the the mood on this podcast is going to be much more jovial than it was last night. Happy to celebrate another Rockets win with you. Uh, as always, good sir. I do feel like it's been a whirlwind. 48 hours for me emotionally with this Rockets team. You go from the the ultimate low to the ultimate high tonight. Great team win. Also, Thursday wins hit a bit differently for me. I don't know about you or I don't know about everybody else out there, but when the Rockets win on a Thursday going into the workday Friday, it's always just a little bit sweeter. You know, the problems that you face are just a little bit easier to deal with knowing you're heading into a weekend with 
the Rockets coming off of a big W this evening. Yeah, honestly, but if the Rockets play the way they did tonight, I'll take that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. They played a really strong game tonight. It was, you know, you could tell the Rockets missed John Wall last night, and his presence was felt tonight. He had a strong game, I think 22-8 and is his uh, box uh, box score numbers. And then... You had, you know, everything clicked tonight for the Rockets. made 18 threes, a lot more than they did the night before. That was uh, clicking for them. And ultimately, I think that's why the Rockets jumped out to a lead that uh, ballooned to as much as 25. And on top of that, you know, just everything clicked. Daniel House played a little bit better tonight. There was just a spring in the step from everyone, I think. Jay Sean Tate, career high 19 for him. We'll talk about Jay Sean Tate later because uh, I think he deserves – more than just a couple props tonight. Honestly, this game was perfect, except for Christian Wood rolling his ankle yet again. Uh, that, to me, I mean, it, it could be a roll, but that was more of, that's a sprain. I think he's going to be out for a while. That did not look good. Uh, it worse than the first time he hurt that ankle. Yeah, he's probably going to be out four to six weeks is my early uh, guess. I just... I think he came back too quickly. I think he, first of all, a very underrated part of that sequence to me was he tried to stay into the game, stay in the game to shoot free throws. Like that's awesome. Like that he he's a he's a rock star for that. Um, but he's going to be out four to six weeks, and I hate that it had to happen. But I'm almost glad that this is going to force the Rockets' hand that they have to go out and go find another big now because there's no way. If he's out multiple weeks, there's no way that they're going to go at, you know, this part of their schedule with the the roster that they have. There's no way. Yeah, you know, I think the Rockets here, they, they I really hate this for Christian Wood. He was actually played really well tonight, too, in, in the limited action. He saw 17 points, seven boards for him, seven and 10 from the field. It, just, it was a very, it was looking like another. Uh, 20 and 10 night from Christian Wood, 25 and 10. That's that's what it was shaping up to be. And you know, at this point, these are these are commonplace numbers from Christian Wood. He's been doing this all season long, and it's just a real shame that this this guy has been riding all this momentum has been kind of just stunted right here. And thankfully, you know, hopefully it's just spring. I know, you know, four to six weeks, Mike. I'm no doctor. Uh, Maybe you are, Dr. Brown. Maybe that's what I should call you as a nickname from now on. That was my minor back in college. I majored in hotel restaurant management, and I minored in the ankle. So. Oh, okay. Ankle. I did. They offered that at the University of Houston. Yeah, I didn't want to go for the entire medical school, so I've, you know, they offered a pilot program where you could just focus on one part of the body, and I specialized in the ankle. So did you have friends that specialized in like shoulders and knees and toes? No, I didn't. That We didn't. Uh, I stayed to myself in the class. I kept my head down and got an A, like most of the other classes that I took at the the University of Houston. So kids, let that be a lesson. When you go to college, put your head down and study. Don't do anything else. Don't party. Don't drink. Don't play basketball with your friends. You might roll your ankle, but thankfully, you know, you have people like Michael Brown who studied an ankle. Yeah. And, and can help you out. But, you know, the Rockets tonight, it's just, 
it's unfortunate because a win like this, we should be over the moon, you know, happy. And look, we're, we're thrilled. I'm thrilled about this win. I'm happy that this team kind of found its mojo back. And I told you last night, Mike, this is a, a one-night thing. I really thought that, you know, that was just a, a fluke. And I think tonight proved that. It's just Christian Wood going down, it, it definitely takes a little bit of the excitement away from tonight's win. Yeah, it does. Uh, I'm still stoked for it. I think the Rockets, look, Jonas Valanciunas was out for Memphis tonight. And we have to start looking at these wins that, you know, the Rockets, God, I mean, I don't even want to know how many. We've been healthy, fully healthy for three games this year. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But a lot of teams, nearly every team across the league has had to deal with, you know, COVID protocols or injuries or whatever it is. So the Rockets got lucky tonight without, you know, Memphis and, and Jonas Valanciunas. I thought the defense that they played on uh, Ja Morant tonight was special. I thought the defense all around was special, you know. Yeah, no, it was. We need to get used to having uh, one of the best defenses in the NBA. And look, the Rockets moved to 7-0 and tonight when uh, John Wall plays and James Harden doesn't. And I think the major difference between last night and tonight was John Wall is so important to this team. He's the floor general. The Rockets this season will go as John Wall goes. And yeah, you can tell right away how much of a difference he makes. Yeah. Just at the beginning of the game, you could tell the Rockets were just in a better rhythm. They were a little more disciplined on offense. They were, you know, working in their spots. And it's amazing what one player can do. But John Wall does a lot. Uh, and he makes his teammates around him better. And that's something that is, you know, extremely rewarding. And it's just, I can't, like, it, it really, like, I'm over the moon of the fact that John Wall's a rocket. I just, he's just so good. And he proved that tonight. And it's not just the box score. And he puts up good numbers in the box score, too. But the way he makes his teammates and he sets them up for success, like, he is, I think he has done huge for DeMarcus Cousins. For Jay Sean Tate, I think he's made Christian Wood a lot better, too. The way that John Wall operates, he really makes a difference in every aspect of the game. And it's no surprise, because, I mean, you look at you look at the team last night with John Wall sitting on the bench, street clothes. Tonight, far different team. Far yeah, different. yeah, I mean, it's far different. You know, it's also... You know, tonight we don't have Victor Oladipo, you know, taking 24 shots. You know, the a big difference between last night and tonight is, I mean, I hate to make it sound so simple, but the three ball was falling tonight, you know, in, in, more, in key vital points of the game. I mean, Memphis is a good team. Memphis is not a, Memphis is not a slouch of a team. I mean, they came in tonight 9-7. Uh, and seven. The Rockets now improved to 11-10 and 10 on the year. And... You know, going back to the Christian Wood thing real quick, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, people might forget when he was in the starting lineup for this team earlier this season, the dude was balling. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you could argue he's a better fit for his own personal game being in the starting lineup rather than coming off of the bench. You know, he's also playing with a higher caliber of player if he's playing in the starting five instead of coming on the coming off the bench. So I'm excited for Boogie to get back into the starting five. I mean, I assume he's going to be in the starting five now with Christian Wood, presumably out for an extended period of time. 
but tonight was a great win. I mean, a great bounce back win for the for the whole squad tonight. Yeah, I mean, like we saw the Rockets play a couple of games without Christian Wood. We saw a, a glimpse of what we're probably going to see over the next couple of weeks. But let's discuss that a little bit further. If you guys have any questions, this is a great time to pop in for questions. If if you're uh, watching us live on Periscope right now and you want to chime in, feel free to just throw your little comments into Periscope and Mike and I will give you an answer. Anything in regards to what the team looks like now, anything happened tonight, or, you know, just, you know, maybe a general question. It doesn't necessarily have to be Rockets related, uh, but that's what we're probably going to shoot for first. Maybe if you don't have a Rockets related question, we can find a way to slip it in there, but uh, we're looking for any questions that will help contribute to this conversation. So if you got one, throw it down in the comment section and uh, we'll chime in. But yeah, Mike, let's look at this team post-Wood injury, and let's kind of take a look as to what we see. So Christian Wood gets about, let's say, 32 minutes a night, right? Mm-hmm. On a normal night, he plays about 30, 32 minutes a night. Where do those 30 to 32 minutes go? Man, uh, I see the, the questions piling in now, which is awesome. Thank you all. Uh, real quick, by the way, props to uh, – Coach Steven Silas, who's gotten technical fouls in back-to-back games. That's awesome. You know what? Like, I love a coach who – he's so even-keeled. I feel like I don't even – I don't think Mike D'Antoni rarely ever got a technical foul. Good for Steven. Mike D'Antoni? Well, like, I feel as Steven Silas in back-to-back games. I love my coach. Steven Silas is awesome. Good for you, coach. Hopefully you're listening to the show right now because if you're not, shame on you. But – Props to you, brother. Get, get Go get yourself two technical fouls. Love it. I love it. Uh, what does it look like? Where do those minutes come from? Uh, obviously, DeMarcus Cousins is going to pick up some of those minutes. Uh, God help us if uh, Kroops has to pick up any of those minutes because he's awful. Um, I don't think we're going to see courage. I think yeah, we're like, tonight because it was just a weird situation. that. Because yeah. uh, isn't the rule, Mike, that if – if so, if the guy that's shooting the free throws goes down, the opposing team gets to choose who shoots the free throws. Yeah, I they think do. that's what it is. Because why would why would Corish be out there for any other reason? It was like in the playoffs when Tyson Chandler uh, got the two free throws. Remember that? Yeah. Hey, was, I think it was I, game three against the Lakers. I want to bet with you because you said that you yeah. would never see time in the playoffs, and I said it still counted a period in a game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, they're they're gonna make a move. They're, they're going to make a move here. Uh, my That would be my guess is they're – but they got to create a roster spot. And I feel like I don't know what that roster move looks like right now. I mean, do they jump, do they jump the gun, which I – if I had an ideal move right now, I would call Cleveland and I would see what it would take to get JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee would be the guy for me. But you're going to have to give them – let me actually, I, okay, if they're giving them courage, we're going to have to, you know, send like nine first-round picks to make up for that. Would well, you give, well, would you give I know, I know. Would you give Cleveland, Ben McLemore, and a first-round pick for Javel Gee? No. Really? Not a first-round pick, Mike. I'm not giving a first-round pick for JaVale McGee, who doesn't even play right now. Right, but he's such a perfect guy for this team. He's exactly right. what you need. I think the Rockets are going to – it's tough 
it's tough because I think the Rockets are going to try and ride out the guys they have, but depending on how long Christian Wood is out. Now, we, you know, Dr. Michael Brown over here says it's four to six weeks, which as given my, you know, very limited doctoral opinion, I would tend to agree it's in that same neighborhood. But are the Rockets willing to stick with DeMarcus Cousins that long? And because the thing, the worst thing is what, what if something happens to Boogie? If something happens to Boogie, then there's a huge problem. And you don't have any sort of, you know, you don't have any shot. There's like no insurance after that. Boogie is your insurance. And you're playing an insurance, you know, probably 30 minutes a night almost. And a guy that, you know, I don't have to mention Boogie's injury history and how frail his lower body is. But I think, yeah, that's the tough part is you're going to have to make a roster move because you got you got too many guys in the roster. Ben McLemore is probably the first guy you look at and say, hey, um, you know, he's probably the first to go. I, I hate, you know, Mike, if that happens, we will have a funeral on this show for Ben. I would hate that. You know how much I like Benny Mac, and I don't want to see him go. But if it gets you the kind of guy that you need, that that might be what has to happen. I'd much rather see Korich go. I don't see Korich at the same level as as Ben McLemore. I think Ben McLemore still has, you know, stuff to provide. You know, Ben McLemore's coming off the bench for Korich's. But, I mean, I'm not sure if Korich is going to uh, warrant any offers. Um, you, or, you or I... You or I should be coming off the bench before Corridge. Uh, I don't know. My my jump shot is pretty. I, I will say this. Maybe you could. I will say this. I I do think since we're talking about the roster, I would rather have Gerald Green on the roster than Ben McLemore right now. Well, Gerald Green can't play center, Mike. No, I know, but we're talking about the, the roster. Well, I'm I'm just saying if if you move if you're going to move on from Courage and from McLemore by simply releasing them. You're you're under the cap. No, we're not we're not releasing anybody. We're looking for a trade. No one's taking courage. I mean, the Rockets didn't. The, well, I mean that's fair. Courage is I mean, courage would be a salary cap filler, which is what he was in the Harden trade. So I mean, if a team is willing to part ways with the center right now, Cleveland obviously is probably one of those teams interested. But then it, it's difficult. It's difficult. I'm not sure if they make that move right away. I think. Rafael Stone is going to assess the situation, see how long Wood is out, and then make his make his decision. If if I have to put money on it, though, uh, my guess is that Korich he only is making he's making less than two million dollars as a club option for next season. I'm not sure if that's fully guaranteed or not. I'm looking at Spotrack right now uh, at Korich's contract, but I just I think. Let's see where let's see where Wood is Wood is and when he can return. And honestly, if it's a month, I make a move because I don't think maybe you call Tyson Chandler back. That's a, that's a weird idea that probably should not have come out of my mouth. But I mean, no, you're not allowed. Some people on the team, you're not allowed to be you know so pro Tyson Chandler when you hated him last season. I'm, I did not hate Tyson Chandler. I did not hate Tyson Chandler. Okay. I, I think Dwayne Dedman makes more sense than Chandler. Dwayne Dedman probably makes a little more sense than uh, than Tyson Chandler. And Tyson Chandler, you know, can't shoot threes. Uh, but, I mean, he's someone that's familiar with guys like Eric Gordon. And he's familiar with, uh, 
Daniel House. So there, there's that going for you, but I just, I'm not sure. Tyson Chandler, maybe just because he's been around the organization a little bit, but yeah, Dwayne Dedman's also up there. But you know, you see, none of those options like make like make me happy. Like none of those options really like. I'm like, yes, like we're getting you know Demarcus. You know, we're getting Demarcus Cousins backup, and his name is Tyson Chandler. Like that doesn't scream winning basketball to me. It doesn't, and neither does getting Dwayne Dedman. Honestly, Javale McGee is probably the only guy on the market right now that I would be like, okay, the Rockets would be fine. Um. Alex Len is another name to watch. Alex Len's in Washington. Well, if he gets released by Washington. He's once not. They, well, once they refill their roster, I mean, he was only signed because they were missing like 12 players due to COVID protocol. So playing a lot lately, though. Okay, well, the team is awful. Uh, look. Maybe that's why. Uh, I mean, Dwayne Dedman makes the most sense just because he's available right now, and he was playing in the NBA, you know, last year, and he can hit the three ball. He's seven foot. I would love him, but the you say you see if you can ride it out with this group. That's dangerous. I mean, they have no backup center right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you unless you want to go back to Tucker, you know, at center, which I mean, okay, but like Jay Sean Tate gets some minutes too. Jay Sean Tate can get some minutes, but you know, David Nawaba is also out. You're going to be missing Oladipo and Wall on back to backs like this. Steven Silas has his work cut out for him. Uh, but you can't rush Christian Wood back. You cannot. No. You cannot rush this injury. I mean, if the doctors say, "Hey, it's going to be four to six weeks," then you have to let it be four to six weeks. And based on what I saw tonight, I, that's minimum. That did not look good. And it was the same ankle that was already hurting. And they mentioned it on the broadcast that I mean, like quickly, like instantaneously, it started to balloon up. And I've sprained my ankle playing ball enough times. To know once it starts to, you know, swell up that quick, something is wrong. Uh, but they do need a guy. You know, I see a comment here, Kyle O'Quinn. You know, Kyle O'Quinn. Kyle is a, O'Quinn a free agent? I think he signed with the Knicks. I need to look into that. No, uh, I don't think with the Knicks right now. If, if he's on the street, I, I would go get Kyle O'Quinn uh, or Deadman. I mean, either one of those guys is is perfect for the situation. The Rockets have. Yeah, Kyle O'Quinn's playing with Fenerbahce right now, so he's not available. Well, bless you. Was that a sneeze or no? no okay. Turkish, uh, yeah. Power. yeah, go get Kyle, go get Kyle O'Quinn. Uh, you he's know, not maybe, come. no, he's not available, Mike. Well, I just said he's not coming. He's playing in Turkey. Okay, well, fine. Let him stay in Turkey. Honestly, my, my vote, my vote is for Javale McGee. I, I think Javale McGee is the right move at this point. Honestly, in my opinion, Mike, now that I've you know given it some thought and talked it out with you a little bit, the most likely scenario, and you're not going to like this, is Bruno Cabolo. Yeah, let me just vomit in my mouth now if that's the move that they make. That's, that that makes awful. the most sense because he has size and he can help with spacing. He's familiar with the team. He makes the most sense, in my opinion. But then again, like, are you getting that much of an upgrade um, with Cobolo and Ben Koric? Because if you're not, then there's no reason to play um, those guys. It's well, you, well, they're two of the ten worst players in the league, and I'm not kidding when I say no, they're that. not. Yeah, no, they're not. Don't be like that. No, Bruno Cobolo is awful. No, well, Mike Cobolo, not 
Like, honestly, there we haven't come up with a much better scenario. JaVale McGee. But JaVale McGee's going to cost you a lot more than signing Good. Jordan Poole. Go get it. But if, but if, if Raphael Stone is as good as, as, you know, being touted, which I think he is, go get him. The thing is also is Cleveland knows JaVale McGee is wanted by several teams. Okay. So and honestly, and the thing is, the teams that need him, like the Lakers, the Nets, they are probably willing to give up more than what the Rockets would be. Why do like, the Lakers don't That's who I go get. You know, it's not like fantasy basketball where it's like, oh, you can go and get whatever guy you want off the street or from wherever in the league. It's not as easy and as simple as, as we're making it sound. I think, honestly, what the Rockets are going to do, I think they're going to stick it out with this group as long as they can because it just they, – they trust the guys they have. They say they, they have all this depth and all that. I think they're willing to play small ball, and hopefully it doesn't hurt them as much as it does because, honestly, if we can get Boogie to play 25 minutes a night or 30 minutes a night, and I can have Jay Sean Tate play the five in a Tate wagon lineup for the rest of the time, and then you get more minutes from guys like uh, Nawaba and you know Daniel House maybe gets a couple more minutes. I think that's kind of it's going to have to be a committee approach. I don't think it's going to be solved by one guy. It's just to me, it just makes more sense to trust the guys you have in there rather than go out and take a risk on someone that hasn't played basketball in a really long time. Dwayne Dedman hasn't played in the NBA in over in almost a year. And getting a guy like that or getting JaVale McGee is going to cost you a lot. And what is it going to cost you? Your assets for a potential move at the trade deadline. What is it going to cost you to get McGee? It might cost you a Macklemore and a, and a pick. Bye. Because you need him, dude. You need – even if you didn't have this injury, we just talked about this the other day. That the Rockets' front line is still small by NBA standards. Would you give Ben McLemore in two picks? Because you just give me two seconds. You just, two seconds in Ben McLemore for Javel McGee, and they say yes. Hell yeah! Are you kidding? Yes. You also have, by the way, you also have more recent experience trading with Cleveland than any of the teams that you just mentioned. Yes. The, Lake, the Lakers also have uh, Montrez Harrell. Uh, they have enough size on that team. In Brooklyn, well, they aren't playing that well, Mike. They're not. The reason why the Lakers are just a smidge below is because Mark Gasol, they thought Mark Gasol was going to be such an upgrade from JaVale McGee. He's not. Okay, so, but if you're the Rockets and you're serious about contending for the chip, not championship, sorry, contending for the playoffs this year and being putting the best team on the floor that you can, which is evident when you acquire Victor Oladipo, when you acquire John Wall, when you you know sign all of these different guys, then yeah, beat out any trade offer that's out there for JaVale McGee because JaVale McGee is exactly what this team needs, whether Christian Wood got hurt or not. He's the perfect piece for this team. Now, KLR21 is kind of coming at you, Mike, with a bit of a counterpoint, okay. which is the center who can't shoot would put us at a disadvantage in offense. And honestly, I tend to agree with him as well. Okay. I mean, I don't think, I think the Rockets need shooters. I, I just don't see how having a guy like, I think the Rockets should stick with what they got and, and see how far that takes them. Because the guys that have been on the roster this season have, you know, gotten the Rockets out of some, you know, pretty dark scenarios. 
Okay. I mean, that's fine. I, then, like, in a center, if you put a center who can't shoot next to PJ Tucker, then you really have a problem. Well, PJ Tucker can't shoot right now either. So exactly. So you don't want to get JaVale McGee and PJ Tucker on the floor at the same time. No, but I actually think that a guy like JaVel McGee tonight, a perfect example, Jay Sean Tate was a monster on the offensive glass tonight. But the thing is, Jay at least three times tonight. But PJ, the the spacing with a guy who can actually play down low consistently will help with the spacing around guys like PJ Tucker. Okay. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I think that there is a ton of different directions Rockets can go in. And I trust what Rafael Stone does. I trust what he does. It seems like every move he's made so far has had some benefit to it. And if he decides that this team needs another another big and he needs to go make that move right now, he'll do it. Uh, and if he doesn't, then I trust if he doesn't. That, that's how I feel. I talked about that a little bit last night, but that's where we're at. Uh, Jake asked a question about Daniel House here. Uh, Jake Mountford 7 asks, how valuable is House for this team? I think he's looking better every game. Now, I was thinking about this, Mike. This might be a scenario. I don't think it's going to happen. But maybe it's just a lineup. Take It might be the closing lineup for these games coming up. Who would you rather have closing the game right now? Daniel House or DeMarcus Cousins? Like, let's say the Rockets are in a close game Saturday night against San Antonio. It depends on who they're playing. Let's say San Antonio. Oh, uh, Daniel House. Because San Antonio, does, I mean, they have they have that that big doof, Jacob Pertle. Uh, Jacob Pertle. Yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, he, I mean, he gives some, some size. I mean, his size gives the Rockets some problems. So it depends on how the game is going. That game shouldn't be close enough in the fourth. The Rockets should win that game by seven-plus points. Easily. Uh, so it shouldn't be close uh, in that type of game. But it depends. I mean, if the Rockets are playing the Nuggets, you know, as an example, you probably want Boogie in there to be banging with. Uh, um, you know, Boogie is not that no good defensively. And I would I would trust Daniel House or Jay Sean Tate. To cover who? On Jokic. Oh, come on. No. Man, Mike, are you kidding okay. me? Yeah, Jokic will just – again, that – no, man. You're saying Marcus Cousins is better on defense than Jay Sean Tate? No, what I'm saying is is that Jokic would eat Jay Sean Tate on the block alive. It's not Jay Sean Tate's fault, but Jokic is just bigger. Jokic isn't even on the block that much. But, when he, but you're going to tell me that if Jay Sean Tate is covering him, he's not going to go to the block more? I've watched I'm, enough of Jokic to know that when he sees Mouse in the house, which is what Jay Sean Tate would be, as, as yoked as Jay Sean Tate is, He's still giving up, what, six or seven inches to Jokic? That's why you need to... Mike, I trust Jay Sean Tate to defend Jokic more than DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins is a bad defender. But it's in the the math, Mike. It's in the the data. The lineups with DeMarcus Cousins on the floor are probably our weakest defensive lineups. Yeah, but at this point, with no Christian Wood, he's the only guy above 6'7". So the Rockets' defense is going to take a hit in these next couple of weeks because because Christian Wood is is extremely valuable. He's the only real like shot blocker that the team has, and that is going to show. I would much rather have Daniel House closing games against most teams. Now, we thankfully we don't play Denver anytime soon, but honestly, 
if I'm looking at a, a lineup to close the game I'm t- for these next couple weeks, I'm taking John Wall, Vic, Eric Gordon, Daniel House, Jay Shantae, or no, I, I missed that up. John Wall, Vic, Eric Gordon, PJ, Jay Shantae, and House would be sixth. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't have House or Cousins in the in the in the closing five. So what you just described, you still want to you still want to stick with the notion that the Rockets are not going to add a big. From what you just said. From right now, yes. Honestly, yeah. yes. Because I trust the team defensively right now. And the offense is going to also, you know, I think the defense is going to take a hit these next couple weeks, I do. So what do you do against Miami with Bam Adebayo? Who's going to cover Bam? PJ or Jay Sean. Oh. And you just have to let it happen. And if... But that's, but that's not okay to just let it happen when there I mean, are... Bam goes for 30 and, and, you, and you can limit everyone else, you win the game. Bam had 40 against the Nets a couple weeks ago and they didn't win. Well, the Nets also have three superstars. Also, Miami has been really bad this year. Like, even with Jimmy coming back, they have not been very good. I mean, I, I get it. Evan in 14 right now? I mean, not a good basketball team. I get it. I'm just, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I do. I really forward to Bam versus Christian Wood. Yeah, I mean, if I think you, they're going to let it play out and see how this roster adapts without Christian Wood. But they better, they better add a big. Let's put it that way. If he's out four to six weeks, it's going to be hard to to you know make any headway. Yeah. You know, in this in this season without him. Let's take a look at San Antonio on Saturday. Do we have to get a home game for once. That's nice. And then they go back on the road for, I think, another two or three more. But home against the Spurs, it's a team that they've already played twice this year. What are you looking for? One key to the game on Saturday, Mike. Run. Run, run, run. If they get all the depot back, which they should, and wall plays, and you have Tate without Christian Wood, you know, hopefully they get David Nawaba back too. From what Coach Silas was talking about, he should be back. That's their key to success is run and, and try and get some open threes. You know, try and get P.J. back on track with, you know, his three-point shot. He had one one of seven tonight from the three-point line. His jumper just doesn't look right right now. So this could be a get-right game for P.J. Tucker. I fully expect the Rockets to win this game by at least seven points. Yeah, I think the Rockets need to – play their game, start off strong like they did tonight. And I think the Rockets can still win without Christian Wood. I think they've done that before. DeMarcus Cousins is going to be the biggest key for me. If DeMarcus Cousins plays well, I expect the Rocket, the Rocket, if DeMarcus Cousins plays well, the Rockets' chances of winning increase tremendously. And he's got a tough, uh, tough little matchup there with LaMarcus Aldridge. I think both of them are very similar as as bigs that kind of play away from the basket now. But it should be a fun one. I'm, you know, the Spurs will give you a good game. I, I really believe that they right now are eighth in the NBA in the Western Conference, twelve and ten. Rockets are eleven and ten. So the winner of this game will likely be uh, in that top eight after the game is over. So it's a big game for the Rockets, and it's also. Uh, the third game of the season, so you know they want to get that tiebreaker for a potential uh, tiebreaker scenario. I know they'll probably play it once more uh, in the second half of the year, but to have a two-one lead is is far better than a one-two lead in the in the year where every game counts. 
So hopefully they can get another win, continue a win streak, and move forward. We're going to park the rocket ship right here. Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Dream Take. Yes, that is the Dream Take. You can follow us on Twitter. You can also follow the Dream Shake on Twitter at Dream Shake SBN. You can give us a like on Facebook if you're over there. And you can also get all Rocket content that you want at thedreamshake.com. Some of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. So we're going to do something different. Periscope uh, is not going to be the platform that we're going to stream off of moving forward. We started a YouTube channel, uh, and we're hoping that when we do go live after these games, for the next couple of months, hopefully for a while, we will be going to YouTube. So uh, we're going to keep you guys posted, so be sure to follow our socials for more information as the days go on. And be sure to also follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Mr. Michael Brown, at bsw podcast underscore mb thank you very much mike and you can follow me on twitter at jeremy brenner that's j-e-r-e-m-y b-r-e-n-e-r thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode and until next time go rockets today's episode is brought to you by cars.com With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.